right. Welcome, everybody, to Bases and Brews Episode 7 with Ben and Brandon. Uh, <clears throat> this is our weekly podcast where we talk about baseball and beer. Uh, we stream the show live every Friday on twitch.tv slash bases and brews, no spaces, uh, at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Come give us a follow and watch us live over there. Or if you can't catch us live uh, every week, you can watch us on YouTube later or listen on podcast services such as Spotify, Google Podcast, and hopefully soon Apple. Uh, just search for the channel Bases and Brews Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Bases Brews to get some baseball news and some updates about the podcast. And uh, yeah, how's it going this week, man? It's definitely going. We finally caught back up at work, so this week has actually been killer. Nice. That's always good. Yeah, things slowed me down. So I've had a fairly decent week. That's good. It's always good when you get caught up and can kind of relax a little. Oh, yeah, telling me. Or not relax, but at least, you know, work at a normal speed. Oh, no, it's much more relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you uh, drinking this week, man? So this week I decided to forego the bruise part and go with my personal favorite scotch it's a mccallum it's a 12 year double cask i just went and bought it oh, let's see if i can get it to focus there it goes it this is one this and they have a a cherry cask one that's a 12 year as well those are my two favorite scotches that i've had i really like mccallum that's one of my favorites <clears throat> uh i like glenn levitt too when it comes to Scotches. I haven't gotten to try Glenn Levitt just because every time I go to the store, I forget that I want to try it and I just go and buy McCallum. <laughs> it's tough too because, like, those higher end scotch or you know, like medium to high end scotches like McCallum and Glenn Levitt, like, you can't really buy like a small bottle to taste it. Like, you have to buy yeah. a bottle like that. <laughs> and yeah, like, this bottle isn't an expensive bottle, but it is by no means a cheap bottle. I think this yeah. was like a $70 bottle. That sounds right. Um, Especially in California. Yeah. So, I um, only buy them like, I, I would say like once every three, four months. Usually yeah. go through a couple bottles a year, but. Yeah. I like um, to mix it in every once in a while. Scotch is like my favorite thing to drink. Yeah, I can I can get behind that. I'm a big fan of bringing some scotch or some whiskey or something. But actually, no, I take it back. I like bourbon more than whiskey, but I like scotch above all. You know, I would agree with you on that one. <clears throat> well, it depends on the bourbon and the whiskey. Some does, whiskeys yeah. are really good. Some bourbons are really good. But... I would say overall, I like whiskeys more than bourbons, but I do know there are a couple bourbons that I like really like that I would drink over most uh, whiskeys. Okay. Um, what you got on tap yeah. tonight? So I'm drinking another IPA, of course. Um. I, this week I'm rocking, it's from St. Arnold Brewery, which I looked up. It's in Houston. It's called the Art Car IPA. Oh, nice. This can's pretty freaking awesome. My camera doesn't autofocus, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like the can. The can looks dope. Yeah, it's a really cool can, but um, it's really good. 
I actually had a bunch of them. I actually, thanks to Wicked, who's in the chat right now, uh, I downloaded an app called uh, Untapped, which is basically like our beer rating app. Um, but uh, that's kind of cool. So I, I went to my store. I go to buy beer, and that was like one of the top rated that they had there. So nice. Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, it's pretty good. And I got three cans of it in this one. Bro, that cup makes me laugh every time you pull it out. It's, it's literally huge. like the size of my head. Like when it's you great. talk like beer steins, like that's as close as you're going to get to a beer stein without it's it being like a huge I'm beer stein. It, like out here or like back here, like it doesn't look that massive. Um, but yeah, when you go to drink, it's like, oh, yeah, it's the size of my entire face. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, let's get into some baseball. Let's get into this hot and cold, because I really want to get into these movies. Okay, so I'm starting off <clears throat> with my first top player, of course, going Indians with Shane Bieber. Because the dude's a fucking machine. <laughs> First He's pitcher in Major League Baseball history to have 10 or more strikeouts in the first four starts of a season. It's 48 <laughs> through four starts. Unreal. It's, it's insane. I, uh, I actually want to look up really quick. Um, strikeouts. I did pitching. How um, many walks does he have? I will tell you in one second here. So the next... Okay, there's a few guys in the mid-40s. It's actually not as, like, crazy as you would think, but... Because the next guy on our fires list definitely wouldn't mind having a chat. Um, okay, walks. Shane Bieber has 10 walks. Okay. So... That's actually pretty high for him through that, four games, but that means he's but what twenty. That's a twenty, like a twenty percent walk rate. To to, like when, walks to strikeouts. Yeah, like a, yeah, twenty twenty-two percent or so. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, that's crazy. The guy's a the guy's a monster, and I I love it. Has he been getting <laughs> wins though? Yeah, I think he's, uh, I lost it. He's two and one. Okay, that's not bad. Two, four, five ERA. Anything these days with the way hitting is, anything sub three is good. Yeah. Anything sure. close to two is unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's, uh, he's pretty good. I would and definitely love would say he's the favorite to win Cy Young early in the year in the uh, AI. It wouldn't surprise me. He's on fire. But he was he had an insane year last year in the short season though, too, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he won the Cy Young last year. Um didn't pull up his stats really fast, but um yeah, so last season he had in twelve starts. He had a 163 ERA. 
And in 12 starts, he struck out 122 batters. Oh, damn. So more than 10 a game. It's insane. It's just, you don't see it. I don't know. I want to say you don't see a ton of guys like that anymore, but it seems like there are a few out there this year. Yeah, there's a lot of good pitching to start the year. Um, And I don't know how much of that is the balls being unjuiced. Or um, the hitters just going further and further toward home run or nothing. Like, I just don't know what the... I So, as a Giants fan, that's what I would lean towards. Because the Giants are, like, the worst... Or they were a little bit ago. I don't know if they still are, because I haven't looked at the actual, like, formal stats for it. But they were, like, 29th or something in runs scored. But they're 12 and 6. Yeah. So, and it's all home runs, two run home runs, solo shots. That's the only way we're winning games is hitting home runs. I was watching the Indians game yesterday or two days ago. I don't remember. But the Indians were, at that time at least, leading all of baseball in home runs. But they're like just over 500. And they're, they're like, I think it was like 75 ish percent of their runs were on home runs like it's it's all or nothing <laughs> that's that's what it feels like for us too it just it's it like, feels go ahead like uh the other stat this i was like batting average um with runners in scoring position and the indians were batting like 105 or something like nobody's trying to like hit the guy in everybody's just swinging for the fences yeah I 100% feel that because that's how the Giants, that's what it feels like. I mean, I know that there's some in between from what it feels like and what it actually is. Um, But that's kind of how I feel that what's going on with the Giants too is they're not scoring a ton of runs, but when they do, it's home runs. Just that's it. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating, but it is what it is. That's the game now. Like love it or hate it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of people who swing and get swings and misses, uh, the next guy who I had never heard of, I don't know if in the National League you had heard of him. I don't. Name sounds familiar, but not as someone who's like this fire. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, name's Corbin Burns. He's been in the majors for four years. Looks like on and off. Uh, it looks like he's been like a bullpen guy on and off between bullpen and starter. But uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, Corbin Burns in Milwaukee set the record for the most strikeouts to start a season with zero walks. He has 40 strikeouts and no walks. And he's leading baseball with a .37 ERA, which like goes to show you if you don't walk, guys, you're going to be in pretty good shape. <laughs> like, don't give free base runners. Could you imagine... Like, when he goes out there, Milwaukee's got to think, okay, today's win day. Yeah. Because all they have to do statistically at this point, granted, it's only, like, what, two weeks into the season now? Yeah, three weeks, maybe? I don't Uh, know. We're we're still, like... About two and a half, yeah. yeah. And all they have to do is score one run, and chances are they're going to win. (laughs) Yeah. He's given up a total of eight runs in... Four starts. 
Those must not. Have, oh, he's only given up one earned run. But so he's it, given up seven unearned runs. So their defense is, is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he's kind of getting saved for his ERA from bad plays. But then again, I don't know. Maybe if they make those plays, then those runs don't. I always struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's tough to say, I guess. Because, like, I don't know. Maybe if he gets the run support, he wins. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'll let you talk about this next one. <laughs> okay. This was uh, from a few days ago, so I don't know. I don't think they've lost since they then. They haven't. So. They're playing the Padres. Um, the L.A. Dodgers are on fire. Like, Dodgers literally on fire. An MLB record 126 wins, which would make them 126 and 36. That would be <laughs> insane. That's not going to happen. Uh, no, I don't think so either. But, like, and they're doing it without... Mookie Betts has been in and out of the lineup, and uh, what's his name? Oh, crap. Who's their other guy who got the fractured leg last week? Oh, I can't remember. It's the top of my head. I, I can look it up on last week's list. I'm trying <laughs> to avoid everything Dodgers right now because it's brutal. Uh, Although they are Oh, yeah, Bellinger. All yeah. I got to say is they're playing the Padres right now, which is good for the Giants. The Giants are second in their division right now. Yeah. Because the Padres are getting blown up by the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, they were without Tatis. Don't ruin my fun. We're second in the division. No, the I'm Dodgers not, better I mean, be quaking no. in their shoes. We're coming. <laughs> I would be happy to finish second in the division. <laughs> Let's just say that. To, to be honest, if the Giants actually can somehow keep this going. Because the Dodgers, or the Padres are like four games back right now. Yeah. And they're playing the Dodgers. And they're most likely going to lose at least... There's a good chance that the Dodgers sweep that series, which could put them like five or six games back. And that's a big hole to get, put yourself in, even with a team that's as talented yeah. as they are. If the Giants can somehow manage to keep playing. They're five back of the Giants or five I'm, back from the Dodgers? I'm pretty sure they're five back from the Giants. Um, let me. I'm going to look that up, though, just to make sure. Um. Yeah, I. Either way, I mean the Dodgers are freaking just killing everybody right now. Oh no no um, they're okay so they're they're two back from the Giants they're four back from the Dodgers. Okay. So but if they lose these and the Giants win these next couple which they're playing the Marlins hopefully they'll win again tomorrow. Um. Hopefully. Um. That could put them what three or four games back of the Giants by the time their series is over. Yeah. Which they're, yeah. I don't know. It's a big hole to dig out of to try and catch the Dodgers, especially because of how hot the Dodgers started. I don't think anyone's catching the Dodgers <laughs> at this point in the season. If they keep playing like they are, nobody's touching the Dodgers. <sighs> I Until refuse. I refuse to believe that. In the playoffs, like anything can happen. Well, yeah. In the regular season, I think that division's already over. <laughs> <laughs> Which would mean your prediction was wrong. You're right. Come on, you gotta have more faith in your Padres. Right. I think <laughs> I'm not saying they're gonna win by like 30 games or anything, but like I still stand by. I think 
two teams could win that division. Or, I'm sorry, two teams could fit, win 100 games in that division. I think that we both thought that that was a possibility yep. at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, speaking of California teams that are on fire. <laughs> the A's, and they're winning right now. I'm just pulling it up. They're yeah. still winning so, 3-1. Yeah. I think they did have a day off yesterday. I'm pretty sure they did. um, Yeah, so they're at 11 straight wins, and like you said, they're winning today. Well, after the first week, it was the sky is falling. They were like 0-6 or 0-7. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, I remember people talking about it being like, yeah, they're going to fall apart. Like, this team's going to break apart and start selling off players. and... And they are tied for first in their division right now crazy um so they're hot hot i'm I'm glad i like yeah. to see the bay, bay area teams do well i mean i would really like the angels doing that division just because i think it'd be good for baseball but i don't disagree but i nobody expects the angels to win angels the franchise one of the franchise with the biggest waste of talent yeah. If not the franchise with the biggest waste of talent. And because, it's all there for the next decade. Well, and it, it's different from like a team like the Indians or the A's. Because when a team like that sucks, they just don't have people. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, they the have Angels have had big name guys and they just can't put it together. I mean, they have, without question, the best player in baseball for the last however long he's been in the majors like six years yeah right like he's without any question he's the best player in baseball so right now there might be some debates on that well okay with some of the young guns that are coming up but over the last few years a hundred percent you're accurate with that yeah and even now i mean Trout's still a fucking monster. <laughs> I still think he's arguably one of the best in the league. He's not as flashy yeah. as like Acuna Jr. or someone like that. Right, of but, but I still think if you look at his numbers by the end of this he, year, he'll still be top three. He doesn't have like the swagger of like a top tier player, like guys like Acuna and Tatis and um, I can't think of any more off the top of my head. Even guys like even like guys Berlander, like Bellinger, Bellinger. Who, I don't think like, Bellinger is necessarily a swaggerific yeah. guy, but even he has more swag than yeah. Mike Trout. Javi Baez is like that. Yeah, I would agree with that one. Like they got that like swagger about it. even if they're not like in that tier with him. Like there's there's guys in baseball who have that, and Mike Trout's just vanilla. He's just I I love Mike he comes Trout. To work and oh, I do too. I'm not saying I don't like him, but he just he comes to work and he does his job and he goes home. He's like. Yeah. No flash. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to come out here and be one of the best players in the league. Not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm going like, to take my money and go home. And he you don't bug me. I don't money. bug you. <laughs> he has a lot of money. Uh, now um, on to our dreaded cold. This, is, yeah. this, this brings me joy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this, this brings me joy. And it's just because I'm being solely a hater. But this, oh, this, ahead, this 100% okay. brings me joy. The Yankees are <laughs> the worst record in the AL for the first time since 1998. I was 10. Also, because I they're playing the Indians to, this week, um, I heard the other stat that this is the worst start they've ever had, or that they've had since 1991. Oof. Yeah. 
which is 30 <laughs> years ago, if you want to feel old. <laughs> well, this just brings me joy because there are two teams yeah. as a baseball fan that I grew up hating. The Dodgers, because of obvious reasons, and the Yankees, because all they did was buy championships. Now, I was a little too young to understand that any franchise that is very successful, in a way, buys their championship. Not always, but yeah. more often than not. Whether it's adding big name people mid-season or whatever, every team does it. The Yankees seem to do it with more frequency in taking these huge well, names. I'll say this. Over the last 10 years, 5 years, the Yankees have not done that as much. Fair, which is why I, I haven't them. hated them as much. But I, still hate them. I grew up hating them. I will always hate them. I don't yeah. like the Yankees. I think... So part of the reason that I still hate them is because in the nineties, when the Indians had like the team, they had like 10 hall of famers on their roster. Um, it was the Yankees and the Indians every year in the playoffs. So like there was that bitter rivalry where we just hated each other. So you hate the Yankees the same for the same reason that I hate the Dodgers. I mean, yeah, but like the, the Yankees, I wouldn't say is like, arrival of the Indians because they're not in the same division. So I No, but at a time there was. Like, and especially yeah. if that's when you grew up and that's yeah. what you're watching. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, I <clears throat> I have never liked the Yankees and I will never like the Yankees. I also, don't think I ever will either. I will never root for new, them. Their new stadium, not that great. I've been there. It's literally a recreation of their old stadium with another row of seats in the upper deck. <laughs> oh, come on. They had to have added, like, more tech and stuff to it. Well, Make it right, a little more, course. like, a little bit and more Carson, pleasant to go and go to. Right. Of course. Yeah. It, it's a cool stadium for that, but, like, it's not exciting. <laughs> That's fair. It, One, it just looks old. One of these episodes, it, we'll have to get into, like, our top three. I think it's on our list. Yeah, top three stadiums we want to go to that we haven't been. Because I got a yeah. few. Same. Um, but yeah, I, it's great. I'm happy the Yankees are bad and I think they're beating the shit out of my Indians right now, but <laughs> you just gotta hope that they somehow hit. The Indians? Seems unlikely. <laughs> Bro, that's what I thought about the Giants. I thought the Giants were going to be a terrible defensive team, and they're like top two defensive efficiency right now. Well, the Indians are... Our number one hitter has like a 260 batting average. <laughs> well, our number, our number one hitter was hitting like 320 or 330, and he's now on the IL. Oof. Donovan Solano is our, our everyday second base. Well, not every day. So before we get into our big topic, this is something that yeah. I want to we rant have about. News too, oh, do we have some news? Well, let's I mean, let's do the news do... and then let's get through these guys first, and then I'll I'll go okay. on my write thing. it down so you don't forget. <laughs> oh, I won't forget. I've literally been okay. thinking about this for like two yeah. or three days. Not a lot of news this week. Um, we'll get just a few quick injuries. Um. Starling Marte in Miami is a big loss. He fractured a rib somehow. I didn't really see how he did it, but like, yeah, that's a big loss. He's real good. Yeah, that's not good. And they're they don't have a ton of great 
field like position players. So from Steven Strasburg, no fucking surprise he's on the IL. That's <laughs> another guy that had I think unlimited potential as a pitcher. Yeah. That just kind of kept getting hurt and never quite had it right mentally. I mean, not yeah. saying he's not a great pitcher, even when he's not 100% right. But just I mean, what he yeah. could be if he was is... I still remember when he first came up, like, he had Tommy John surgery before he made the majors, and he was, like, the number one prospect in all of baseball. And he came up and he pitched great, but he had, like, an in- innings limit for the season. Oh, and it yeah, was I like, remember that. At the very end of the year, it was like a game that would have pushed him in the playoffs and they wouldn't start him because he... He had already hit his limit. I remember that. There were people <laughs> bitching about that. Yeah. I get it, though. But I, Well, uh, I would get it, except in hindsight, he's been hurt every single season. So, like, <laughs> why should have pitched him? Because it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a sadistic way of thinking about it, though. I mean, like, well, he's going to be fucked up anyway, so let's just throw him out there. If he fucks himself up, who cares? One more start. What would have been, like, six more innings? <laughs> uh, I, Steven Strasburg could be the best pitcher in baseball, but he just never can stay healthy. So, um, Washington also lost Juan Soto, which is uh, a big loss as well, also with a shoulder issue. So that sucks for them. They're, uh, they're going to be hurting really bad for players. Yeah. I feel that. There are a lot of people been getting hurt early. I think there's already been talks about what's going on. Yeah. Um, I just... He's... Juan Soto's really good, so... It's... They're already struggling in Washington, and... I heard a lot of talks... Uh, I saw a lot of, like, articles this week about, like, whether Max Scherzer could be on the trade block now. I think he's got, like, one or two years left on his contract. So, like, I, As a Giants why. fan, I would fully support going after Max Scherzer. I mean, I don't think there's a team in baseball that wouldn't want Max Scherzer on their well, team. Okay, so not that I dislike what's going on with the Giants pitching-wise right now. The Giants have, like, one of the best rotations, like, team-wise in all of baseball. They think they're, like, top five, top three, something like that. Um, But we have literally, like, no names. Yeah. Like, there is no, like, number one guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Although our number one oh. that we brought, we got last year that's come back this year has pitched fucking amazing so far. So, I mean, I don't really want to kick him out. But yeah. I mean, I would say Cueto could be a number one, but he's mm, hurt right now. Cueto's too old. I, I've literally seen him pitch for the last like two or three years. He's not a number one anymore. Okay. I mean, fair. He's made, he's saying- a solid number three, possibly number two if he's right. I'm saying he he has the potential when he's at his best. I I still don't think he's a number one anymore with where he's at right now. I mean, I think he's a, if he is right, he's 100% a number two. Yeah. At this point, 100%. Like I wouldn't even question that if he's 100% right, I would love him as my number two. 
if he's kind of right, I would put him. I wouldn't mind him at a three. Um, yeah. But I don't think even if he's like 100% perfect, I don't know if he's that number one guy anymore. Maybe I'm wrong because people are playing a little bit late. I, I don't know. I just, I don't see it. There. I, I don't necessarily disagree. I haven't watched him in a while either. So like when I think of him, I think of like Cincinnati Reds, Johnny. Oh, he still got that shimmy when he, Oh no, I get that. When he, when he went eight and two thirds and he was just destroying people earlier this season. Yeah. He's given that shimmy out. He looked a lot like he did when he was in Cincinnati, but like I said, he gets hurt. I don't know if he can necessarily do that anymore. Fair. Um, Last injury that I saw this week was Gene Segura, who I didn't realize was in Philly. I, I didn't he was either. In Seattle, but uh, anyway, he's been in Philly for two years. <laughs> so, how do we not know that? I just looked it up. He's been in Philly since 2019. <laughs> the Giants play the Phillies. I, think, I feel like a couple times a year. I mean, yeah. How do I not know that? Uh, shows you I mean, how much he's a really good player. Shows you how much I pay attention to the opposing team. There, he was batting three thirty three this year with home run, like seven RBIs or something. But, that's not terrible. It's good average. I mean, for a middle infielder, that's a solid. Yeah, it's if you don't have one of the guys named what. Uh, Francisco Lindor, Fernando Tatis, or one of those guys, like <laughs> not hitting thirty home runs a year out of the middle infield spots. Yeah, I mean, so, you you want your middle infielders to hit for average, ideally. Yeah. Little speed, average hitters, but but yeah, uh, he's a really good middle infielder. So that's a big loss for them. Um. And Philly, I'm pretty sure, has been playing pretty well this year. Uh, let me check the where. This, let me see where they're at. I think I don't. If I'm not mistaken, you're right. It yes, they're wrong. second in. Wait. Okay, that's the way that MLB is posting their the standing. Or no, this is just the way their Google is posting them. Is fucking wrong. Um, they should be first in their division. They are. They're seven and seven. The Mets are seven, or they're nine and nine. The Mets are seven and seven. Yeah. They have the same win percentage, but they've got more games played, so they right. should be in first. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be a big hit. Actually, that whole division's playing pretty good. Or I guess nah, maybe I, would, I shouldn't say I shouldn't say pretty good. They're all in. They're I, all yeah, I was going to say they're actually all kind of bad, right. but they. The but you're right. They're all one game apart. Game. That's more what I meant than yeah. playing well. Because their best teams are 500. That's... Yeah. When you compare it to the NL West, and their top teams are 7 and 600%. Yeah. And then let's see what the American League... What's tops? 12 and 8. 12 and 7. If yeah. It's in Oakland, Seattle. Dang. Yeah. We... uh 
Right now, our picks are not looking great, <laughs> but I don't expect them to stay like they are right now. Yeah, but. I expect a lot of teams to come back down to earth, and I expect a lot of teams to get better. Like, the Padres aren't going to be third in that division. They're going to hold second, in my opinion. Like I said, I, 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 yeah. wanted, I picked the Dodgers, so I think the Dodgers are going to stay where they're at. I think once the Padres don't have to face the Dodgers... I think they'll be fine. Right. <laughs> yeah, when you get swept by the Dodgers, it's like, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, like, it, okay, I took my ass beating. Like, let's get to teams that we can play. Yeah, but um, the only other news thing that I had this week was uh, Matt Harvey, who, if you remember, played for the Mets way back. <laughs> I love Matt Harvey. <laughs> he was so fucking good. Well, not then, just because he was good. I, I, there was just something about him I liked. You know, there's just, there are players that you come across that you're like, I just kind of like that dude. He was one of those yeah. guys for me. Fair. Um, but yeah, so he got his first win in almost two full years, like calendar years. That's crazy. When I didn't know this, he's pitched for four teams since then in that time frame. Yeah, he is he has like a game or two. Yeah, he has bounced around quite a bit. I do know that much. I couldn't tell you all the teams he's been on, but I do know that he has been bounced around a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so first win in two years. Good for him. that's tough. (laughs) It's tough to imagine sticking with it going two years without a win. (laughs) Yeah, that would be starting pitcher. When bouncing around to four teams in two years, yeah, like at at some point you got to be like, "Fuck, dude, somebody's either gonna want me. Maybe it's time to retire." Although I don't think Matt Harvey's that old. I mean, he's been in the league for he's been in the league for a little while, but I don't think he's really that old. He is thirty-two. Still not super old. I could see someone hanging it up at thirty-two. Um, also, this is uh, news I did not see. Is Mike Trout got hit in the elbow with a pitch and he's out right now? Further evaluation needed. Okay, well, uh, watching the replay, 100%. I'm gonna, uh, you can't see it. Maybe if you look at it on your phone, if you have your phone on you. Uh, I might check it out in a second. All right. Uh, this is 100% Mike Trout's fault because. You cannot lean into the pitch more than Mike Trout did on this play. <laughs> Dude, that is a trend this year. Legitimately? Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but he's at bat and he goes like that. Like his whole arm goes like a good eight inches over the balls down the middle of the plate. <laughs> Here, I'm going to look at a. I, I sent you a link on Discord, but. It's um, okay. I can pull it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, uh, I did have one more thing I wanted to add, just real quick. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna watch this. See how bad it is. Oh yeah, 100. percent Fuck. The ball's over the center. Of yeah. The plate. Like he literally <laughs> just kind of does that at it. Like, nah. So bad. You you, you get what you deserve at that point. Yeah. And then, yeah, now he's hurt. So. Yeah, you get what you deserve at that point. Like, um, I love Mike Trout, but bad move. Also, Otani did come back this week, too, as a anti-injury. Not oh, nice. Injury. Nice. So, back pitch. Anyway. 
there's something I want to bring up that I thought was pretty cool that I just kind of per- that popped up on my timeline. Um, on Tuesday night, I'm pretty sure this is this last Tuesday, uh, Bo Bichette uh, hit a ball completely out of Fenway Park. He plays for the Blue Jays. The ball landed in front of an old gym where Bo's dad, Dante, okay. met Bo's mom in 1991. I did see this story. I didn't really look at it at all. I, I didn't. I haven't looked into it, but I just saw that headline, and I'm like, man, that is so sick. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool story. I thought that was. I was like, that baseball gives you the feel sometimes, and that's like one of those things that you're like, oh, that's kind of sweet. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> also. Just as a side note, because I was looking at it, uh, we said maybe Mike Trout isn't the best player anymore. Don't I don't uh, even want to hear his stats. I know it's going to be number one. I don't even need to hear. Three ninety-three batting average, eight oh four slugging on base, and six homers and twelve RBIs in seventeen games. Does that mean he's leading the league in home runs? That's, that's no, got to be a couple guys with seven. Oh, okay. I was going to say six. He's got to be leading the league, man. Uh, Ronald Acuna and JD Martinez both have seven. JD Martinez, the guy that never goes away. I feel like he is super old. I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's probably not, though. Everybody I think is super old is like actually pretty young. He's 33. Okay, so he's like towards the end, but not right. not quite there yet. And Adding apparently not three, there yet at all if he's tied for the yeah. lead league in home runs. Adding 361, seven homers, 21 RBIs in 17 games. Jesus. I'm That's insane. Like 180 RBIs, roughly. That's insane. Well, that, well anyway. that's not insane. I remember when guys would get 150, 160, 170 RBIs a year, and that was like, that's what your power guys did. True. I mean, that doesn't necessarily happen a ton anymore, but, like, that was what used to be expected of your three, four hitters. That's also when guys were hitting 50, 60 home runs a year, too, though. (laughs) It's two weeks into the season. There's guys with seven home runs already. I mean, fair. (laughs) But if guys hit, like, 55 now, like, that's a great season. Granted, their batting average is probably, like, 215, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, all right. What was the your random thing you wanted? To okay. Do? So the Giants have been doing this this year, and as a fan, like I under they're winning games, so I really can't like criticize what they're doing because it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, like it or not, it's working. But this, I'm gonna let someone play for two days and then give them a day off rest. I think is utter bullshit. And this okay. baseball isn't the only league that's doing this. Basketball is doing this with their, uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, load yes. management minutes oh, yeah. or whatever. Like these guys are paid millions. They're not allowed to do that anymore, by the way. Yeah, they're not allowed to do that. Okay, they're hurt. <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> anyway. But literally, the Giants are sitting people because. They've played too many days in a row. 
Like these guys yeah, are paying millions of dollars. Not even the old guys, the younger guys too are getting yeah. pulled because there's something analytically that says, oh, they've been on their feet for this amount of time. They need to take a rest. This shit is driving me nuts. Our yeah, lineup changes Indian... every day because people got to take a day off. Like you guys are paid tons of money to do one thing, play a sport. Why do you need so much rest? They didn't need it five years ago. They didn't need it 10 years ago. I mean, okay, maybe they needed it, but they didn't wow. take it. Right. They they went out there for the fans mm. so that everyone could watch them because that's what people want to go pay to see. Now, the yeah. Giants, in my opinion, I don't like what the Giants are doing. It's too many moving parts. Literally, we have like two separate lineups and our, our manager has literally considered or called what he does mid-game as a line change. Like in hockey. Yeah. Like he changes like That's six funny. people at a time because they're shifting. Like, what the fuck is that? I'm sorry. I just like, it no, came up I... a couple times this week and this shit is driving me nuts. Like, I understand people need to take days off every once in a while, but we're at the beginning of the season. You're telling me they can't play a month without taking a day off, even though they get technically days off every once in a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, that's interesting because, like, the Indians <clears throat> don't really do that, but they kind of do because for the last four years, five years, our outfield has been like nothing but pl platoon players. So, like, our lineup changes, are, our lineups are different almost every day as well because, like, nobody can bat lefty-lefty or righty-righty. Like, everybody gets swapped out. And I'm like, just let him fucking hit. So, our best hitter is getting platooned because of splits. Jeez. What the fuck is that? The guy's hitting 330. Let him play every day. Oh. Okay, counter 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 argument just to play devil's advocate. Maybe he's hitting three thirty because of because Okay, he's so he hits two ninety-five okay. hit playing every day. I'm still okay with that. True. Like, I'm just I, I agree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't know. I, I it's not <laughs> like a huge deal. It just I like getting invested in players on my team. Yeah. The Warriors, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, all the moving parts around them, cool, but I at least have players to focus on. The old Giants with I mean, Bonds and Kent and like you had guys that you kept for a little bit that played every single day. Yeah. That you could go out and play, although I never got to see Bonds play live because every time I went to a Giants game was a day off for him apparently <laughs> um, when I was younger. But <laughs> wouldn't have wouldn't have needed those days off if you had a DH over there. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have. He probably would have played those days if they just you know rested him every few days like they do now. Maybe yeah. that would have been because they back then they would play for like a month or two, and then take it like yeah. streaks like Cal Ripken Jr. streak. Oh, that's uh, never gonna happen. Never that, gonna get that, touched because that, of everybody always says that's that's the one record that will never be touched ever. Never. Because no manager will let their player play every game of the year. Which, and, and that to me is ridiculous. If the player is good enough to play, let them fucking play. See, as an Indians fan, 
in a small market, I 100% agree because none of these players are staying in the Indians if they're good. They're all going to leave anyway, so run them into the fucking ground. <laughs> you can out of them. And then when another team pays them $150 million, they're done. They're at the end of the career already. Yeah, I don't know. That's what we did with Corey Kluber. I don't Since know. Corey Kluber left the Indians. He's been terrible. But yeah, no, that small rant done. I just, it drives me nuts how many times, like these guys are paid tons of money to do one thing. And that's play this beautiful game that we all love to watch. And yeah. you don't get to watch them play. Like you, it's hard. You have to kind of like, as a true fan that wants to go see certain people, you actually have to look at the schedule, look where they've played, look how much they've played to decide what games you want to go to so that you yeah. can make sure they're going to actually be playing. And that's yeah. well, frustrating. And that's, even, that's even more difficult with COVID because you can't just be like, okay, they didn't play yesterday, so they're definitely going to play today. So I'll buy tickets. And it's like, no, you have to buy tickets like two months in advance. <laughs> Luckily, the Giants, like you can buy tickets for games as is. You just have to do it yeah. online. You can't do it at like their box office. Right. right. Um, but you do oh, have to have specific like, things. Like you have to have a proof of vaccination. Or you have to have proof that you have had a negative COVID test in the last two days. I think it's like 72 hours. So maybe it's what, three days? Yeah. Um, but you, that means you have to think weeks ahead, like you're saying, like, okay, I want to go to this game. Like for me, I'm fortunate enough to work for a school district where I'm already vaccinated. So I have my little card that says I'm good to go. But for the average person that maybe hasn't gotten their vaccination yet, they have to go, okay, I'm going to go to the game on Saturday, which means I have to go to the doctor on like the previous Friday or right. Monday test results to, like yeah, yeah, to go get the test and have the yeah. results back just in within the time. Like it's such right. a hassle. And the Giants, they expected to have full capacity of what they were able to. It hasn't even been close to that. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of places are not doing um like the vaccination card requirement but yeah i mean just that alone is such a hassle and with how difficult it is to get a vaccination because like everybody's trying to get one uh yeah a lot of people just can't do it yeah so, i don't know but anyway rant over i think you kind yeah. of feel how i like the way yeah, same way i do I with mean, it i do too just because like, as a fan of baseball, I want to see the best players playing when I watch a game. But, yeah. I am also slightly, like, I mean, we've kind of talked about it. I am slightly more to the analytical side of things. <clears throat> Not necessarily in this topic, but, like, in general. Just because I am, I, I do root for a small market team. So, like, we have to do analytics to have a shot at anything. I mean, that's, that's fair. Just, that's, that's, that's fair. So I think just because of that, like, I, I lean more toward analytics. Like, when people say something's going to be analytical for a team, it's like, okay, good. Well, but we'll get into the – I want to actually talk to – I want to do a full episode on analytics and the impact on the game because I, me and you differ in some key areas, but I don't think we agree all that much with analytics because I like analytics, but I – I, yeah, so we'll we'll do that one on another episode. Let's get to the juicy stuff today, the fun stuff. Since we're already like forty minutes in, fifty minutes.
Same. Okay. So we talked last week very briefly at the end about baseball movies, and we were like, you know what? Let's not get into it. Let's do it as a topic. So that's what we're doing. (laughs) Top 10. Yeah, we both made our top 10 baseball movie lists, and we're going to talk about them, discuss them. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to go like my number one, your number one, or or we'll start at ten, 10 obviously, 10, yeah. 10. Or do you um, want to go through one list and then the other? So mm, I kind of I want to go one by one, but if it's taking too long to go one by one, then we'll go ahead and maybe switch over, switch over and only really focus on maybe our top five or top three. Okay. Um, but I do want to try and talk about some of these because I have a feeling I'm going to have some pretty good ones that you either won't remember or won't have thought of. Okay. Or never seen. Yeah. Or Honestly, possibly never seen. Everyone I. A lot of looking at baseball movie lists, I was like, man, there's a lot of these I have not ever seen before. <laughs> well, to be fair, a lot of my movie choices are. Uh, they have a lot to do with the era I grew up. Okay. Um, so there's not a lot of very modern movies for me, and there's not a lot of like pre 85 movies for me. There's, there's some that I liked in those genres, but they definitely wouldn't have been out. They weren't, they didn't make my top 10. We, I talked about it once, I think on here that like, I didn't grow up. My, my parents are not very sports affiliated people. They don't really care about sports that much. So, like, growing up, I didn't really watch a lot of sports movies when I was younger. So, like, there's a few here and there that I watched, but for the most part, I didn't start watching sports movies until, like, the mid to late 90s, probably late 90s. Something so like... Oh, go ahead. A lot, of the, a lot of those, like, 80s movies, I've never... I've either never seen or don't have any, like, connection to, to have, like, the nostalgia. Good, then I think so, even more of our movies are going to be different. Okay. I mean, I have some, don't get me wrong. See, my, so something you might not know about me is I was raised by a single mom. Okay. My, uh, my mom had three kids. I had an uncle, though, who was, literally lived every kid's fantasy. He didn't work a stable, like a normal job in his entire life, but he always had enough money to pay all of his bills. It was fucking great. But he basically was kind of like my father figure. I always spent time with him because he wasn't ever like actually working. So when my mom was at work, I would spend time with him. And he literally kept like, like, like full size, like this is a mini notebook, but like legit, like notebooks of stats because he did a lot of, uh, uh, oh, fantasy. So you can literally ask him any question. And this is not an exaggeration. You can ask him any question about any sport and he could literally off the top of his head tell you. You could ask him what the running back for whatever whichever team. You could ask him, okay, what how many yards did the running backs get for in Super Bowl four? And he could just boom off the top of his head tell you this person got this many yards, this person got this many yards. Like he could do that for baseball too. Barry yeah. Bonds in nineteen 19- 92 what what was his batting average how many home runs like he could just off the top of his head just spout those out to you right so whereas like my direct like mom and my grandma who kind of raised me they weren't into sports 
I spent a lot of time with him, very into sports. So I saw a lot of classic movies. So mine skew more towards the 80s, 90s movies. Yeah, I have have probably a good chunk of mine were in the 90s. There's a couple 80s. There's a few 80s and stuff that I saw later that I really liked, but... All right. Have, all right. So let's just get it. Let's get into it. What's your number 10? All right. Number 10. This one is 100% because of the nostalgia, because the movie is probably not really that great. <laughs> Angels in the Outfield. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're going to laugh, but okay. Okay. I love that, that movie. Was, okay. Did right. you know the one in the 90s was actually a remake of one in the 70s? I think it was the 70s. Yeah. No, I had no idea. But yeah. Uh, just a fun kids movie, like really got me like into oh, sports. Fifty one actually was the oh, original. Really old. Okay. But yeah. Again, if you went back and watched it now, probably not a very good movie, honestly. No, that movie like, is fantastic. I could literally watch that movie every single day. Okay. I haven't watched it in probably fifteen <laughs> years, but I I just it was probably one of the first two or three baseball movies I ever watched. So. Oh, really? Interesting. I yeah, love that nostalgia. I loved Angels in the Outfield. Angels in the Outfield is on my list. It is not my yeah. number 10, but it is yeah. on my list. All right. Let's um, get your number 10 then. My number 10 is a movie called The Babe. Okay. That sounds really familiar. Okay. So it was a 1992 movie about, obviously, The Babe. Um, it starred John Goodman. Okay. If you haven't seen it, go go watch it, dude. It is amazing. It is great. One of my favorite movies. Obviously, it made my top 10. But it's one that I was almost 100% sure you didn't have on your list. Good. Definitely not on my list. I'm pretty sure I have seen this once. I I loved it. I love that movie. And I love John John Goodman. Or John Goodman, my bad. John Goodman's awesome. Yeah, it's one of one of my favorites. Um, oh, and by the way, I didn't pick my top ten movies based on like quality of movie. I picked yeah. it based on just sheer what I okay. would watch over whatever. You know what I mean? Mine's mine kind of go hand in hand with that because like I am kind of nerdy when it comes to movies, so like the quality of the movie does matter to me for. So I'm with you on that. I've I've taken uh, like video classes where I've gone and like watched old classic movies. I very much appreciate good cinematography. But when I think baseball and I think of like baseball movies, I picked the movies that to me, like if I was going to go watch a baseball movie, these are the movies that I would watch. Whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, because they're not necessarily all like I don't think any of the movies I have are like terrible movies as far as quality goes, but I didn't factor in quality. I put movies like if I was going to watch this over that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Babe is my number 10 and anybody who hasn't seen it, anybody who likes John Goodman, go check it out. It's freaking awesome. I would have said that about angels in the outfield, but literally I think everybody at this point has seen angels in the outfield. (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, well, that was a huge Maybe somebody movie. Somebody was watching as younger because I feel like that came out like what ninety five is. Uh, Angels in the Outfield. Hold on, I have I literally pulled all my movies up on IMDb. 
so that I had everything for him. Uh, 1994 was Angels in the Outfield. Okay. So, yeah. The Babe was 1992. We were born late 90s, early 2000s. If we have any younger people, then maybe, maybe not. Um, Okay. So, number nine, um, I have Bad News Bears, the original, of course. Like the 70s original? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Better than way better than the new one. Really? So I'm yeah. not a huge fan of Bad News Bears, to be completely yeah. honest. It's it's definitely at the bottom of my list here. Like well, I honestly probably should have put it at ten because Angels in the Outfield is better, but I would agree with I, that. I didn't really I, the my bottom my six through ten were add-ons, and I think I ranked them right, but now I'm like, well, okay. I probably okay. Should have those, to be clear, my, my six through ten could be literally interchanged with a dozen other movies, and I probably wouldn't be mad at it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I really looked through a lot of lists, I could probably come up with another few. I, I wiki. Like honorable mentions. Yeah, I wiki. I have a couple honorable <laughs> mentions at the end if we don't mention them yeah. that I'll get to. See, um, but I wikied every baseball movie ever made just to make sure that I had my list like on point and I didn't accidentally forget one. Oh, there was a no-hitter uh, possibility. Oh, f- um, by who? J.A. Happ from oh, the Twins. No shit. Took, took the Pirates on a no-hitter into late in the eighth inning. There was two outs in the eighth inning when someone got a hit. Oh, bummer. Okay, quick, since we just went on that tangent real quick. A's did win. That's 12 straight. Okay. little breaking news for you on the Bases and Brews podcast. Okay. Uh, Your number nine. My number nine is a movie that I guarantee you you'll remember when I talk about it, but you won't remember it when I say the title. It's called Summer Catch. Okay, yeah. Okay, Summer Catch came out in 2001. This is one of my semi-modern movies. I mean, fuck, it's hard to think this was 20 fucking years ago. Um, But it starred... um, Oh, fuck. Freddie Prince Jr., Jessica Biel, Matthew Lillard, who is honestly one of my favorite actors, I think, all time. Um, if If you don't know who that is, Google Matthew Lillard, and you'll understand exactly who he is instantly. Um... Okay. But Summer yeah, Catch was a movie been... about the Cape Cod League. Okay. And it was about uh, these guys that were playing in basically minor league ball. It's a movie I've seen a bajillion times. I just, there was something about this movie that I, I love this fucking movie. I could watch this movie over and over again and not get bored. It was Jessica Biel, wasn't it? That's yeah, Jessica, you, Jessica Biel was the main you, character. I'm not saying she's the reason. Hey, dude, Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. is one good-looking man. I mean, you're not wrong. But yes, it definitely um, didn't hurt that Jessica Biel was the, the lead yeah. female actress I, in that. I have definitely never seen that movie. Oh my God, go watch it. I think you would love it, to be honest. I, yeah. I legitimately I think to, you would love it. After we finish... Put your list into the Google Doc, and I'll put mine up there. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to put it in before we got on here. Same. I... <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. Number eight is a movie that I have actually only seen, like, twice, but it's one of the top-rated baseball movies out there, and it's really good. I just haven't watched it a lot, and that is an older movie again, but Bull Durham. Ooh. Okay. Okay. 
Bull Durham's uh, on my list. In a, Durham, in a very different spot, but it's on my list. Again, I haven't seen it a lot. <clears throat> and I, I do tend to lean toward more modern movies when I, um, when I choose to watch a movie. Like that's more fair. modern movies are my like go to, so that's why it's a little lower. But um, yeah, Kevin Costner, um, who apparently just loves baseball. So Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner was the fucking man in the '90s for baseball movies. He, he was. I, I think I have four Kevin Costner movies on my list. Not even okay. bullshitting. I have two, but um, yeah, I, I think I know which other. Well, I know of at least the third one. Okay, so one I have on my list is totally cliche. We'll get to it, but it. Yeah. All right, but yeah, yeah just a good, solid movie, '80s movie. Yep. Yep. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good one. Definitely go watch that one if you haven't. Came out in '88, the year I was born. Me too. Uh-huh. Wait, am I older than you then? Well, I was born in February. Wait, so was I. <laughs> oh no, we've had okay. This yeah, is, like, this is funny. Like, we li- I feel like we literally have this conversation every like yep. four or five months. Okay. I think you I are older than me by like a week or two. No, you're older than me by a week or two. That's not I'm possible. I was literally born on the 28th on leap year at 11 something at night. I was almost born on leap day. Like exactly 24 hours ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I did that. Uh, I was in February. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Great. Uh, all right. So yeah, what's your number? So eight? my number eight is actually angels in the outfield. I, I watched that movie so much when I was younger. I had it on VHS. Yes, I'm old enough to have a lot of videos on VHS. Um, I watched that movie until it literally broke. I watched it at one point. I watched it every day. No joke. I love Angels in the Outfield. I At one point, I think I could have actually quoted that movie line for line. Like That's how much I had watched it. So when you put it at 10, I was glad that I had put it on my list too because it is, I think, an influential movie for people our age because it came out early 90s when we were young. like, And it was a big movie. And it wasn't like a kid's... It was a kid's movie, but not like a really little kid's movie. Not like an animated... Like, it was a younger kid's movie, but if you were an adult, it definitely had its things in there. Yes. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, we already talked about that, so let's. So yeah, let's we don't need to go too far into that. But Angels in the Outfield is my number eight. Uh, number seven. I'm curious if you'll have this one on your list, actually. All right, so that is a League of Their Own. Honorable mention. I'm glad you put it on your top ten. I wanted it on my top ten, but mm, the ones I'm about to get to are going to be juicy. I think, so okay, I saw this when I was probably in high school. Maybe early college, I can't remember. But um, <clears throat> it's uh, a story, for anybody who doesn't know, it's the um, story of during World War II, all the men went to play baseball. Or went to play <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Jesus. When <laughs> they all went to World War II. And so to continue baseball, they had a bunch of uh, like women come and play the games. And it's just the story of that. And it's a super cool story. 
It had to hit also, one of our top tens. There's no crying in baseball. It's like one of the most quoted movie lines that people don't even realize is a movie line most of the time. It came out in 92? Yeah, dude. It's not a new movie. I could have sworn this came out in like early 2000s. No, no. A League of Their Own was way old. Stuff for it. No, I watched it when it when I was real young. I think I was like seven or eight. I mean, I obviously didn't watch it when it came out. I was way too young, but um, well, I definitely didn't see it early then because yeah, I, that was yeah. one of my honorable mentions because I think that movie. So one thing I liked about that movie is Tom Hanks. I th- I'm pretty sure it was Tom Hanks. Um, that was the main, the, the like G, like the head coach for that team. Like he encapsulates baseball very well, at least older baseball. Just Tom in Hanks some, just the fucking man. Well, yeah, Tom Hanks is literally like one of the goats of acting, in my opinion. But, um, but the way he portrayed that, that coach, it just like it screamed baseball to me when I was younger, even though like. I was still learning what baseball really was because I watched it at a young age. I didn't watch it later. Yeah. Um, it's, it's 100% agree. I'm glad it made it's one of our top tens, but I figured you were going to pick it, so I left it as an honorable mention. It's a really just well-made... Like, the, the movie itself is really good, even if you don't like baseball. Like, I feel like it's, it's still just a really good movie. Production quality yeah. and, like, the way they laid it out is actually very well done. Mm-hmm. So my, my number seven is one that I guarantee won't make your top 10 and maybe you remember this maybe you don't it's a late well mid 90s movie it's called the fan it's wesley snipes and uh oh god what's his name robert de niro so Wesley Snipes is a professional baseball player, obviously, and Robert De Niro is a guy that's down on his luck that gets a little too obsessed. It's not a so. This is where I differed from. I'm sure you is I didn't pick movies that were literally just about the game. I picked movies that were based on baseball. Okay. So this is more of like a thriller kind of movie. Not so much focused on the game itself, but centered around baseball. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, again, this is another movie I would recommend whenever you got some free time. Check it out. It's a 1996 movie. De Niro, De Niro plays his ass off. I actually think Wesley Snipes does an incredible job in his role. And Wesley Snipes, in my opinion, is not the greatest actor. I like him, very- but... Yeah, I like him, but he's not necessarily like he's not on a Tom Hanks level. No, of course not. Um, Great. but it's it's, are, it's but... cool. It's an action thriller. Um, I would recommend it if you haven't checked it out. I would go check it out because it's fucking dope. I I think it's yeah, dope. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Um. Okay. Moving on to number six. This is another huge nostalgia one for me. This might have been... Okay, there's four movies on my list that I watched around the same time. I'm not sure which was the first, but this might have been the first. And that is Rookie of the Year. Oh, so that made another honorable mention for me. I'm so glad I didn't pick that. It's... So glad. So good. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. And becomes... Can throw the ball 100 miles an hour all of a sudden. (laughs) 
<laughs> some reason. Like, I just need to get injured so I could throw 100 miles an hour, ma. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a really ridiculous movie, but this one's 100% a nostalgia pick. For oh, me. yeah, that, that movie is actually, like, terrible. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like it would cool. never happen in reality. Like, but it's it's just uh, it, it like I said, it may have been the other three that are up there for like the first baseball movies I ever saw are all good movies. This one's like okay, it's not that good of a movie, but this one has that huge nostalgia. That's fair. That's fair. I I um, wanted to put that on my list too, but it I just didn't make it. But I did have it as an honorable mention on my list. Understandable. Again, this is another one that if I had really taken the time to manage my six through ten would probably be at nine. But anyway, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, so set. so my six is one of the most cliche movies in all of baseball history. Hundred percent. I guarantee you. I give you one guess. You guess what it is. I mean, just because you said that, I'm leaning toward Field of Dreams. There you go. <laughs> um, I couldn't not have it on my top 10, even though to me, I love Field of Dreams. Like, it gives me the feels inside, but I don't really... I think, <clears throat> here's what? the issue with Field of Dreams, is that it was the it, it is the baseball movie. It's not, though. But Okay, but... In the general consensus, it is the baseball movie that everyone thinks of when you think of baseball movies. That that's so fair. It's everywhere. It gets quoted. You see lines from it, and I think that's why it just kind of gets old and like. Eh. <laughs> yeah, like I had to have it on my top ten. I hope you don't have it on your top ten. To be honest, I do. <laughs> yeah, I figured you did. So I have it at six. Honestly, it could not make my top ten, and I probably wouldn't mad at it because it's just so cliche I'll, I'll just spoil it now that's my number five that's my next one yeah so we'll roll my six to your five i feel the dreams is great like i'm not saying it's not a fan like it's a, I mean, an it's exceptionally awesome. well done movie and i think what they did with it with having the the old players, like the ghost players come. Like, I think that's a really cool concept, but yeah. I just kind of feel like it's so played out. Yeah. I mean, fair, but at the time it wasn't. No, agreed. 100% agreed. Like, it was the first to do it. Yeah. And I, it's it's good, but yeah, it, it can be corny now going back to it. Yeah. But I love it. It makes my number six. And you said it made your five. Yeah. Interesting. You can just go to your number five then. So my number five is number five because if I'm just going to randomly just pull up and watch a baseball movie, this is most likely, like I know it's not my number one, but this is most likely going to be the movie I watch, and that's Major League. The first one. <laughs> the first one, because the second one was okay. The third one was like, guys, just it's fucking not, stop. The, first one. the second one is not good. The second one's not bad. <laughs> It's not okay. Maybe I'm just being not so hard on it. It's not that bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but but the first major league, yeah, I, I, because major league's my number four. <laughs> dude, I, 
So I'm just slightly higher on every movie than you. Oh, well, that's because I have a very special number okay. one. Well, okay. Also, it takes place in Cleveland, so it had to be a little that, higher on my list than uh, yours. That's actually, I d- honestly didn't even think about that. But yes, yeah. ma- Major League is like, if I'm going to watch just a random baseball movie, that's probably going to be the one I watch. It's great. The, it, the original is great. <clears throat> the second is not very good. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's I'm not good. saying it's good. I'm just saying it's not that bad. You compare it. The third one was terrible. Oh, no, yeah. Don't watch the third one. Yeah, don't even bother. Wipe it from your memory. But you don't touch Jobu's run. It's yeah, exactly. Part of part of why I grabbed something a little bit nicer to drink tonight. Uh, yeah. I mean, I literally have a shirt with Jobu on it saying "Don't touch Jobu's run." You got it from Baseballism, did you? I've been wanting to buy that yeah. shirt. I think I wore it the one week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's great. I think that's funny. So I guarantee my number four is not on your list, period. Okay. Um, so you said your number four was Major League. I think it's just funny that we're like one <laughs> off. Um, my number four is one of my favorite movies for baseball, and that's For the Love of the Game. Okay, that was... Honorable mention for me. Ooh, see, that's my one of my number fours. But then again, like I said when we started, I leaned more towards the 80s and 90s movies just yeah. because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. But it, um, it chronicles a perfect game basically at the end of a career for someone who's been in it for a while. And well, then I know what another one of your top threes is if you had four Kevin Costner movies. What do you think? Wait, wait, wait. What do you think? I'm not going to tell oh. you, but what do you think? Tell me when you get to the Kevin Costner movie, and then I'll guess it. Okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. But yeah, it it is a really good movie. For the love of the game, I love that movie. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of a sap in real life. So when you can mix kind of reminiscing about your love life and doing something that has literally only been done a handful of times in history... I, I'm all in, and I watched that quite a bit when I was younger. So, for the love of the game, is my number four. Yeah, that's a solid one. But now we get down to like the nitty gritty, uh, the top I, top three. I, I honestly think you and me are going to differ quite a bit on this. So, so I 100 think we are, but I do think we both have one movie in common that's in our top three because I haven't heard it mentioned, and I know damn well you didn't put it as an honorable mention. I think it's my number two. It probably is, because it's my number three. Which is honestly really funny. (laughs) So, all right, we'll do my number three first, which I don't think you have on your list, because we've talked about this, and you're not a big fan of it, I don't think. But And that's uh, Moneyball. So Moneyball was one of my honorable mentions. I... It's not big on the baseball side of things like you said for some years but like seeing the front office side of things and it's just really an interesting movie in my opinion really well made the acting's great brad pitt and jonah hill kill it in that movie i think it's Um, one of jonah hill's honestly best performances of his career it's also one of the only ones where he's not playing jonah hill i guess that's fair (laughs) 
he's like the same character in every movie except this one. <laughs> That's kind of accurate, to be honest. But yeah, but yeah it, it I don't what you're saying. He's really good. Man. It had an honorable mention for me, so I didn't want to put it on my top ten. Not because I don't like. Honestly, of all the movies that I could possibly think of for baseball, if I was going to tell someone to watch a movie about baseball, this would be probably one of my top three. Yeah. Um, it didn't make my top 10 list because me personally, I grew up in San Francisco, like, you know, not too far from San Francisco. Like, I know the story. I think the yeah. movie is fantastic. And I think Jonah Hill is literally the best performance in all that movie. People say Brad Pitt did incredible and I don't disagree, but I think Jonah Hill was literally money in that movie. I, um, I just, well, all right, part of it is we just talked about like i'm from a small market so seeing like the ins and outs of the kind of beginning of moneyball is kind of cool as well even if it is you know dramatized obviously it's not exactly what happened but it's close um and it's i don't know i just I think it's just a good movie to watch. I don't disagree. I think production-wise, especially for a modern viewer, someone who maybe isn't super into baseball, it's really yeah. an easy watch. And you get to learn a lot about baseball. It has one of my favorite moments in any baseball movie. What's and that? that is the very end of the movie when they're sitting there watching the film. After the season's over, they're watching the film of the really big guy who, like, it's a home run, but he doesn't know it, and he falls around down on second base, and the the other team is like waving him home because he's never gone for second before. <laughs> and like, he hit the ball out of the park, and then Jonah Hill or Brad Pitt looks at Jonah Hill and he's, he goes, "How can you not lo- or be romantic about baseball?" So like, my oh, actual favorite line wow. in that. <laughs> is when they're talking to oh god i can't believe i can't remember his name off the top of my head um but the guy that they get to play first base that um, was a catcher hatterberg there you go when they go to his house and they're like look we want you but we don't want you to catch we want you to play first and he's like well it, how hard is it to play he's like oh it's not hard at all and then the the coach is like it's incredibly hard. Like that's my favorite part of that whole movie because it speaks to what small markets do. Is yeah. it's like we're going to make you play where we need you to play and if right. you do what we tell you you should be successful. Yeah. It's I just there's a lot of good lines in that movie. Yeah, there I, is a lot of good one-liners. But yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite. I usually post that somewhere. Like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? <laughs> I, like, I, somewhere. I'm I not, I, I don't disagree <laughs> with you. That's, I think, one of the top lines. But my my personal favorite is when they're, when he's like, no, it's not hard at all. And he's like, it's incredibly no, it's hard. Incredibly hard. <laughs> I love that. But anyway, okay. Your number so my number three is the one that I think you have at number two, which is 42. No. Oh, interesting. So 42. And it's my only, like, really modern movie I have on my list. Um, so, wait, that's the one that you thought we would both have? I thought sure. we would both for sure have this one. I for sure thought you'd put 42 on your top 10. Uh, spoilers, you're not wrong. We both have it. Okay, so it's uh, your number one, then. <laughs> but anyway, 42 is... Um, it is literally one of the best baseball movies ever made. 
Absolutely. Like not even, and there's, I don't even think there's any question about it. I mean, okay. I know it's like, you know, you're not going to say anything bad about him anyway, but like Chadwick Boseman's performance in this movie is one of the best acting performances I've seen ever. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I definitely would agree it is a cut above the rest. I will say, okay. So there's people who only know him as Black Panther. And I'm like, if you think he's good in that, go watch this. Because, like, he's great in Black Panther. I love that movie. But this movie is where I saw this before he was announced as Black Panther. And when he was announced as Black Panther, I was like, holy shit. I'm so pumped for this because of 42. Uh, but yeah, it's great. I absolutely love this movie. I do too. It's it's definitely I like there's no way I could keep it off my top three. But it is my third. And there's a very special reason why I have the movie at number one as number one. Um but this is my if we have another one in common. We don't. One hundred one hundred percent we don't. Okay, then I can't believe you left off my next one. (laughs) Um I, I would almost guarantee we don't. May I mean maybe I'm wrong, but I would almost guarantee you don't have my well one of my next two you actually already said. Um, but my number one, I almost guarantee you don't have on your list. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. 42 is great. Go watch it. Yes. Go watch 42. Especially with Jackie. Um, Literally. We just talked about Jackie Robinson day last week. That was the, what spurred this. Cause I said something about 42 being one of my favorite movies ever. And you were like, yeah, we should talk about that. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) but yes, go watch 42. Um, Okay. So my number two, which if you don't have this, I can't believe you don't have this, is Sandlot. It's on my honorable mentions. In my opinion, it's a little too cliche for me. I love it. I grew up with it. It's very nostalgic to me. It's it's not good. Like I said, this could have been in one of my, you know, six through tens. I just. It was, I don't know. You say it's cliche, but like it was the first to do it, so it's not cliche. All the ones that came after it. I mean, I, I mean, I guess technically you're right. <laughs> technically, you're right. Sandlot's uh, excellent, and it, I think it still holds up pretty well. It does. Like, it I does. It recently, I'm, I'm not. Is they made like three of them, and the rest are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the list, and I was like, I didn't know they made fucking like Sandlot four. What the fuck is this? those they're awful they don't have any of the original cast they're just trash movies yeah no but the first one it was one of my honorable mentions just like Moneyball was I'm glad I took so originally I had a league of their own rookie of the year Sandlot and Moneyball all on my list and I took them off <laughs> so that I could yeah. make sure that one that we didn't have like exactly the same lists yeah. And two, because honestly, I love them, but I don't know if I'd put them top 10. It maybe would be like an 11 for me for Sandlot. Like Sandlot would be high on my list, but I just, it's not a top 10 movie for me. I've seen it about a hundred times. It just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I love it. I still love it. Right. Of course. I'm not, yeah. Just because it's not in your top ten, you're yeah. not saying you don't like it. It's just, <clears throat> but yeah, I uh, 
That one holds up. That, that's another one of the ones. It was Sandlot, Field of Dreams, Rookie of the Year, and Angels in the Outfield were like the first four baseball boogies I ever saw when I was a kid. That's fair. And so all those hold like a special place. But Sandlot was the only one of those that I like watched all the time. Like I watched it at least once a month for like years. <laughs> See, that was my Angels in the Outfield. But I don't know if that's just because I had Angels in the Outfield on tape. So I could literally pop it in whenever I didn't have Field of Dreams on VHS. Right. Um, but like I said, it's one of my honorable mentions. I think it's one of the staple baseball movies. Um, I like it. Part of me want picked some of the stuff. Like I could get rid of the Babe and put Sandlot at number ten. Right. Yeah, they're and, all kind of interesting. And be okay with that, and not be necessarily mm-hmm. against it. Um, yeah. But. I agree with you, Sandlot, killer movie. I'm surprised you had it so high, though, to be honest. I love it. <laughs> I, I, it's so good. Uh, so, my number two... Wait, is this your Kevin Costner? Is, what do you think it is? Uh, the Rookie. No, Bull Durham. Oh. Oh, we are, oh, wait, that was your last Kevin Costner one? Yeah, that's my last Kevin Costner oh, one. I thought it was a new one. No, 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 last one. Oh. I told you we had that the same one on my list, and you just... <laughs> oh, no, I... Okay. Bull Durham, and it's not because necessarily Bull Durham is, like, the greatest movie of all time, but it's, to me, one of the most nostalgic, because I watched I was... that a bunch as well. I was actually amazed looking up stuff for this list. Um, how many people that was their number one and I was like it's a good movie I like it a lot but like I wouldn't put it it's as number one <laughs> it's not my number one for a very specific reason but uh, it's definitely obviously I consider it like my 1A or 1B or whatever uh, I love that movie but I've seen it a ton of times um, I love the story for it it it's just so good. It's just Excellent. so good. Quick shout out to Cobbs in chat. I totally forgot about that movie. It's actually pretty good. Which one? It's called Trouble with the Curve. It's Justin Timberlake and um, Isla Fisher? No. Trouble with the Curve. I The name sounds familiar. Hold on. Let me, let me pull up. It's Clint Eastwood, Amy Adams, and Justin Timberlake. It's a pretty stacked cast, and it's a really good movie if you haven't seen it. Um, I totally forgot about it, and that definitely would have probably made my top ten at like seven or eight. Who's two thousand? Oh, it's a really good movie. Yes, it's, it's still it, it would have been in like my six through ten. Like I said, my six through ten is pretty interchangeable. This one's a good one, but I don't know if it definitely wouldn't have cracked my top five. My top five were yeah. pretty ironclad. Yeah. I, I think it would have been like seven or eight for me. Yeah. But. It's um, a solid movie about like scouting and stuff, which is cool because there aren't really many movies on that side of things. The but. Scout, another fantastic <laughs> movie that's an honorable mention for me, and I guarantee you don't have it. I don't think I've even heard of it. Oh, are you serious? Maybe Bro, I have, but I go watch it. The Scout. Like yeah, legit. I'm to find all these on Netflix or Hulu. Or I don't. Th- I, honestly, I don't even know if it is. I have Netflix, HBO, Disney, Hulu. Uh, hold on, where is it? I'm looking on my list so that I can fi- figure out. Because it's not a new movie. It's like an, it's an older movie. It, it's funny as fuck. It's so well, good. Older, I can probably rent it on Amazon for like a dollar. So. Um, 
Yes, check that out though. I think you would dig that one. It's called The Scout. Okay. It was a 1994 movie. It's got um oh god, what's his name? Uh uh god, what's his name? Oh, where is it? It's got Michael Rappaport in it, which is actually kind of funny. I actually didn't know that. Brandon Fraser. Yeah, it's got Brandon Fraser. Oh, like not is Michael Rappaport the one you were trying to think of? No, no. I don't think so. He's not the main guy. I I can't remember who the main guy is. Might be the next one on the little cast list. I don't know who that is. Brendan Fraser is right under him. Albert know. Brooks, I think, is Mel Brooks's uh yeah. sibling. Mel Brooks did like the airplane movies and Yeah. Mel yeah. Brooks is awesome. But yes, if you haven't seen that, go check that out, dude. I think you would get a fucking oh, chuckle out of that one. It's it's corny as fuck at this point, but it, it's it's corny in a good way. All right. I'll uh, I'll make sure I try to find all these. All right. So my number one was forty two. So again, okay, great Jackie Robinson portrayal. So, so my number <laughs> one might not even have hit your radar. It's. It's a movie called Hardball. I know you've heard of it. Yeah. It's a Keanu Reeves movie. Okay. Um, where he basically is he's put in charge of uh, uh uh how do you say it? It's it's like an inner city baseball team. Okay. One of his kids dies while he's coaching. Like it's a fucking if you've never seen Hardball. Go check out Hardball. I used to be a coach. I don't coach anymore. So it just like for me personally, it just hits different. Okay. Um, it is my number one movie about baseball. Period. Like it's a fun fact for that movie. What's that? That you did not know. Did you know that Michael B. Jordan was one of the kids in that movie? <laughs> I I did not know that offhand. But it would not surprise me because it isn't exactly a new movie. It was a, it was done in like the nineties. It was two thousand one. Was it two thousand one? Okay, I thought it was yeah. late nineties. Um, but yeah. But hardball. That movie as a coach myself, just before like if I had done this list before I was eighteen, before I started coaching baseball. That probably wouldn't have made my top ten. It probably would have been like what you would say an honorable mention. Yeah. Um, but after coaching and knowing like the bond you get with your the kids you coach and all that stuff, that movie just hits so different for me that that yeah. is my personal number one. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I've heard of that. I have not ever seen it. I don't think if I did, it was like a one time. Oh, I watched it way back when and forgot about it. But. Like, of all the movies we've talked about, because you've coached baseball, right? Yeah, I coached, like, two years. I coached, like, a JV. So, of all the movies we've talked about that you maybe haven't seen, that, if I could tell you to watch any one movie and just feel it, it would be that one. Because that movie, it's not like a happy-go-lucky, you know... Field of Dreams, Major League, funny type thing. Like, it's a very serious movie. And it it just hits you, bro. Yeah. Like, it's hard to explain. 
how like the emotions you feel throughout that movie. I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say anything, but like if you're going to look up any of the movies we've talked about tonight, that would be the one I would say go check out because it 100% in my opinion, especially as a former coach, it just hits different. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll have to, See if I can find any of these ones that you said that I couldn't find or that I hadn't seen. I mean, yeah, like I, I don't know. They're just something about them. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah. So that's our top tens. Um, maybe I'll post these on Twitter. You should. I'm, I'm literally about to just pop mine. In, in the, in, what, in the Google Doc? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll post them after we finish up on Twitter. But yeah, uh, that was fun. That was, was a good little segment. Oh, it won't let me just. Well, you can't just copy paste. Apparently not. I wonder why. Okay. Like it just let me uh, write my name in there. Let me paste. <laughs> let me paste. Control C for copy. Oh, let me, let me try this again. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you would have thought copy and paste would be the thing that would stop it. <laughs> the downfall of this is copy paste. <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay. There it is. <laughs> I got it in there. Yeah, no, I I'm glad that our our lists actually weren't really that similar at all. Uh, yeah. I, I, go ahead. I was I was just agreeing. We had a lot of different stuff, and definitely not in the same orders. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple movies I think that were the yeah, same, like I, Angels I, in the Outfield, Forty Two. We had yeah. pretty much the same. But, but it was it, it, it's nice. I, I purposefully grabbed movies that were a little more unknown that I really loved. Yeah, I did not. Most of mine are very well-known movies, but, but yeah. Let's just say I've watched a lot of talk radio and I understand how, how lists end up. Yeah. True. Uh, one more little breaking news here. Um, Jacob deGrom struck out 15 batters tonight. That poor man. He needs to get traded. Did he win at least? Uh, I don't know. Yes, 6 nothing. Fucking thank God, that poor guy. Yeah, he's batting. That poor guy. First pitcher in history with 15 plus strikeouts and a multi hit game in the same game. <laughs> Give me Jacob DeGrom. Three hits, 15 strikeouts. It's fucking crazy. Um, so I do have, hold on, let me find them. I do have a couple honorable mentions okay. that we didn't mention. talk about. Ones yeah. that are just more comical, more fun, more lighthearted. Uh, Mr. Yeah. 3000. Yeah. I don't know if you ever saw that. 
Mister Three Thousand got Bernie Mac. It's fucking funny as hell. Good one. It's a, it's a good one. Um, the bench warmers. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of that one, but really, I, I liked it better yeah. than Bad News Bears personally. I liked it better than the new Bad News Bears. Okay, the fair. I, I, I haven't. I've only watched the old Bad News Bears. I. Th- think once or maybe twice i haven't watched it a lot so i don't remember a ton about the original it's a solid baseball movie. Um, yeah, the new is, is not good it's not oh yeah here it is trouble with the curve uh how did i not notice that one it was on it's literally on the list i was using to to reference for this uh <laughs> is it is it this one no it's not this one uh other than that, I think we, if almost, two of us, almost all my honorable mentions besides Mr. 3000 and uh, Trouble with the Curve <laughs> on your list. Yeah. So we pretty much hit everything, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, looking it up, there is a bunch of, like, random-ass 80s movies that, like, were focused on, like, one team. Like, there was a few yeah. Yankees movies, and, like, I'm like, I don't give a shit about those. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. I'm trying to make sure that there wasn't anything that I I forgot, and I'm like, no, I don't really see anything that yeah, I'm that I forgot. About our- at, at least for in my opinion, because I'm sure there are, your opinions may vary, but you know, let us know down in the comments if you yeah. if there's something that we didn't mention that you liked, let us know. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, or if you're watching on or listening on a podcast that lets people comment, then. Definitely throw some comments with your or your top ten list in there. We will throw read and respond to all of them. And throw it up there. Uh but yeah, no, I would definitely say go watch Hardball and go watch uh The Fan. I think you would like both of those movies. Yeah, I'll have to check them out. Um I don't think they're very long either, to be completely Probably honest. Not early 90s or 80s movies or whatever they're probably hour and a half uh hardball is an hour and 45 minutes and the fan is like two hours the fan's actually a little longer that's fine i don't mind Um, longer movies but i think you dig the fan and i honestly didn't even no way was that actually was he a san francisco i didn't even realize that the fan? No, 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 no. The, the for the fan, uh, the guy West, the player that Wesley Snipes plays, looks like he yeah. might have played for San Francisco. I put the picture on IMDb showed. Yeah, I thought that's why you liked it. No, I I liked it because it was just it was one of those movies that I saw a bunch of. I think I might have even had it on VHS. I don't, I don't, I can't remember for sure. But I watched it a ton, and I just loved the dynamic. And I didn't want to pick all movies that were solely focused on the game of baseball. That, like I said, I wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was fucking fun. That was... We'll have to try to come up with some more like lists we can... like close off episodes with like this because that was a lot of fun that was a ton of fun that was a lot just going back and like thinking of all the nostalgia 
that we hit that I like I had experience watching some of these movies. Like just even seeing the name and going, okay, what what movie was this again? Oh, I remember that. Like it just made me feel good inside. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh, but. Summer Catch 2. That's like literally the three I want you to watch is Hardball, The Fan, and Summer Catch. I will um, try to find them. I would watch, if you can, I would watch Hardball first because I think it's going to be the best and the most dramatic. So you want to get that one out of the way. Then I would watch Summer Catch. And if you get time, I would check out The Fan. If you don't have time, The Fan's kind of here or there. It's just, it's more of a crime kind of movie, but it's just kind of focused around baseball. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to see. That's something we should have added when we were decided to do this is to look and see if they were like streaming anywhere people could watch, but that would take too long to do on the spot. So. Well, so I know most of my movies you can't find anywhere. You you've got to like actually like Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, you actually have to rent them. Like I I went. So what my plan was for this last week was literally just to watch baseball movies all week. Like, no, no joke. Like, I was like, oh, we're going to fucking do this. Let's do this. I was going to go and I was going to pull up Netflix and Hulu and all this and try and watch yeah. as many baseball movies as I could. And then I, like, typed in baseball and there was, like, nothing. I think 42 is on Disney Plus, if I Yeah, I, I think you're right with that one. It was on Netflix. And then when Disney Plus started, I think they took it. But that is literally the most recent movie I've seen. And I was like, I wanted to go back and watch some of these, like the Bull Durham's and the, the Perfect Game or For the Love of the Game. You know what I mean? Stuff like that that's from the 80s. And it's not really anywhere that you can access without trying to buy like a, a license for the movie. The only other one I'm looking at my list that I would think is somewhere, I'm pretty sure Moneyball is on Netflix. Oh, Moneyball is 100% on Netflix. I've just, that, yeah, I think I'm on the same boat as you. That yeah, I've, I've just seen you. Moneyball so many times that I'm like... Yeah, I, I get you. I own it. I've... I think I own the special edition of it. It's an A's team. I'm a Bay Area fan. I've, I think I watch that movie like twice a year. To be honest. Yeah. It's a good one. I watch it pretty often um but, but yeah all righty anything else you want to add no, I think before I'm we if, send if it out is interested in seeing these lists we are i'm gonna go right after we're done here and post them on twitter uh both of our top 10 so if you couldn't remember what they were or if you wanted to like go back and go through them and see if you could find them anywhere uh they'll be on our twitter at bases brews We'll also post them. We'll also post them in the info down below for anybody who's on YouTube. That way, you can just kind of check ours down below. Yep. Thanks everyone for watching. If you're watching us live on Twitch.tv/Spaces and Brews, um, go check us out on YouTube. We are literally the same name, Bases and Brews, on YouTube. Just search us up. We will be there. If you've missed an episode, we are on episode seven right now. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcast, hopefully Apple Podcast soon. We're waiting for approval, if I'm not mistaken. 
um, or any other podcast services. We're on Anchor and a couple of the other various. Feel free to come watch us live. We do this live every Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Everyone have a great week, and we will see you all next week for another episode of Bases and Brews. Later, everyone.